Hey, 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 this is your host, Ben J. Welcome to The Creator's Lounge. My intention is to create a short-term podcast that examines a specific field. My hope is that listeners will learn something of value and apply that value to their own craft or whatever it may be. This season is all about music production, and so, to aid in our exploration of music production, I will be interviewing a different musician on every episode. We'll discuss their art, their inspiration, and their process. I do hope you enjoy this episode and the episodes to come, just as I will enjoy bringing it to you. So then, let us begin. Okay guys, uh, I have a guest here today. His name is Casper Lindmark. Casper, um, introduce yourself, man. Um, okay, I'm I'm Casper Lindmark. I I make beats, mainly lo-fi uh, type stuff. How long have you been making these beats for, man? Uh, I'd say a bit more, a bit more than a year. A bit more than a year. Okay, so that's not actually um, that's not too long. No, but uh, I've been I've been making music for. A bit mm-hmm. more, maybe three or four years. I'd say I was in uh, I was in band in uh, when I was in school. Uh, I played bass in. We basically played indie covers. Okay, I gotcha. So you have a background in music, then basically. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about like digital audio workstations is you can do it all by yourself. Do the drums by yourself, do the piano and all that kind of stuff. Um, I have a question. How long does it take for you to finish one song? Every finished beat I have made is probably probably a bit more than an hour, usually. That's incredible. That's incredible, man. I will have to say, generally for me, it takes like a week, I think. Oh, in actual working hours. Well, okay. Not in actual working hours, but maybe like one or two hours every day. Yeah. 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 There was a few times that I created like one whole song in a day, but very rarely. I usually make all of my... Oh, really? In one day? Yeah. Because when when I when I know I have something like I really like it, mm-hmm. and then I usually don't do anything else until I I know I have all my elements, and then uh, as I said, I uh, I take it out to my car. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. See all the levels and shit, and see if I if it's something. Yeah, I've got you. I've got you on that. Um, what about mixing? Do you do mixing on your tracks? Yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah. I I tried uh, using Ozone Eight, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, <laughs> this is the fucked up. <laughs> I downloaded a trial, and and I did it on like few of my tracks on the latest. Uh, a beat tape that I'm working on right now and they basically had like one one tape for each song and I was like what the fuck <laughs> I don't need yeah, this shit get that wow um, we'll jump back to the questions and I wanted to know what artist inspired you as a kid uh, <laughs> I have I have so many that, well okay I like I like all types of music basically mm-hmm. uh, I don't really stick to one genre like I I really enjoy jazz. I really enjoy country sometimes. And country, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm really diverse as well. Mm. No, I, I feel you on that. And I think that for me personally, I'm not sure about you, it's really nice to take the influence from every different genre 
and kind of combine it into our own music. Yeah. What would you say that you take from country music? Well, I like uh, I like the lyricism of uh, some uh, musicians in country, but because I don't use lyrics, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Right. It's it's not really something I. Uh, I can use yeah still but the inspiration aspect yeah that's really interesting actually yeah, a lot of uh, the feelings and like uh, themes yeah, yeah affect yeah. me and the way I I get that and also I guess the storytelling maybe as well yeah definitely yeah, yeah. which actually I guess country is a little bit similar to hip hop in that um, they both can tell stories really well yeah definitely um, how about hip hop, uh, as far as like rappers or or that kind of thing? I um, I really haven't. Uh, hip hop hasn't really been my, how should I say, uh, go to or like the focus ever really. I've gotcha. Until like recently. Mm. Uh, but uh, when I was younger, I listened to. Uh, I I liked watching MTV with my uh, sister, uh, so we. We saw a lot of, uh, like, 50 Cent and, yeah, G-Unit and shit. I think it's funny, though, because um, now you do lo-fi hip-hop, right? But initially, hip-hop wasn't really your thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I went to uh, a school here in Stockholm that's called uh, NTE, mm-hmm. uh, and we had, uh, we had so many hours uh, doing, like, creative shit, whatever we wanted, really. Sure. Um, it's called the, the course uh, was called digital creation basically and if you wanted to make music we could make music and if we wanted to make animations we could animate and do whatever the fuck we wanted as long as it was digitally produced so I usually, I usually made music uh, just like three hours a day in school that is incredible that was really nice um and one of my friends there, um, he's he's. Uh, I think he's a, that he could be a really good rapper, mm-hmm. uh, but he's a bit too shy to do anything about it, really. Uh, so I've been trying to push him to at least make a beat, or no, not make a beat, but rap to one of my beats or whatever, that just to start evolving, making shit happen. And he was uh, one of uh, the people that. Uh, taught me I guess about the deeper shit about hip hop um, so he got me into like bands like uh, Brockhampton stuff like that that's so cool so you were inspiring him to rap and he kind of helped you with your beats in some sense yeah definitely get me into the genre mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's super cool I think you should definitely encourage him to uh, to pursue rapping more yeah I'm trying. Well, and you guys have like a dream team, right? Because if he can rap and you can do the beats, then it's basically like Eminem and Dr. Dre. Pretty much. And I think the the thing is self-confidence, right? Definitely. That's why I want him to start. Like, even if it's just him in his bedroom, mm-hmm. like me, uh, making something and knowing what to do, uh, to make it enjoyable for the creator is the first step. Dude, I, I think taking that, that is really important. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm not really sure why it is, but so many people are scared to take that first step. You yeah. Know? yeah, definitely. I hear a lot of people saying, like, 
Oh, I really want to start playing the guitar, and all I can think of is don't say that you want to play the guitar, and then don't. And I don't know. They never start. They just say that they want to. Yes, yes. I've experienced that so much、um, personally. I'll meet so many people、um, via Instagram, via Twitter, and they're like, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then they go to sleep. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, for me, I look closely at what motivates them, you know, or what inspires them to get started. Yeah, yeah. So, so like the the finished product is what brings them in, I guess. Yeah. yeah I, and I, then I they they think that they want to portray their feelings and their artistry in a similar fashion,、mm -hmm. but. Most people really don't know where to start or have the energy after nine to five job、mm -hmm. to to make shit happen. Yeah, that's really true.、Um, they don't know where to start. I've heard that a lot.、Uh, some people they do have the energy or the motivation, and then they always say like, "I don't know where to start." And I think that、um, because of the internet, like you just Google it, you know. Definitely. <laughs> I I really enjoy uh, like uh, YouTube and Google learning.、Mm -hmm. uh, that's how I mainly learn the basics of producing and making music、uh, digitally, and、uh, following channels like uh, uh, how to beats in the begini beginning beginning、uh, made me. Understand how different genres、uh, were made, and got、uh, me to understand what I could do to get a sound that I liked.、Mm. Uh, Combine different like uh, uh, teachings or、uh, lessons from different、uh, courses on YouTube, and it's not just music that you can do that with.、Uh, like anything, really, painting or whatever you want to do can is it. Tips of your fingers. Exactly, dude. Exactly. It's really, really true.、Um, it's true if it's makeup, if it's architecture, if it's painting, if it's music, etc., etc.、Um, because I think that in this day and age,、um, so many people have done the stuff that we want to do before. You know, like you do lo-fi hip hop, and that's been done by Tampa Beats before, and.、Uh, And so, like, you can just learn from what they did and apply that to your own, your own path. You know, I definitely see my、uh, my artistry. I guess like、uh, scrapbooking, pretty much, pulling and、uh, with samples, like、uh, put, pulling different pictures and combining them into into one final piece that portrays emotions that maybe weren't as prominent、uh, in the original works.、Mm -hmm. Dude, I love that. That is really deep. Yeah, and definitely uh, introducing uh, new uh, people to to that kind of music, like、uh, jazz. Many people don't like it anymore. Right. right. And lo-fi hip hop has turned many people into jazz lovers, or at least people that can enjoy it moderately. I think that's really definitely very true. Yeah, and、um, I think that's the beauty about not just lo-fi hip hop, but hip hop in general, is that it's all about sampling, like you said. So we could pull a guitar riff from a rock song, we could pull a jazz riff from a jazz song, whatever it may be, and fuse it into like a hip hop song. Getting a new type of energy. That's right, man. That's right. Making a new type of energy. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so, what would you say is the vision for your music then? I I don't really uh, have a clear vision of where I want to uh, where I want to go uh, sonically right now. Right. Uh, I I mainly do shit that I <laughs> like, as I said. Right. Uh, if uh, if I play guitar uh, and there's something I like, I make a beat out of it and. If uh, that's good enough, I, I release it. Or if I just dig it, I dig it for three minutes and I scrap it or whatever. <laughs> you mentioned playing guitar. Um, how many instruments do you actually play? Well, I, I, I wouldn't call myself like a master of uh, any of these instruments, but I play, I play guitar, uh, bass, uh, uh, piano, uh, a bit of harmonica, played a bit. Uh, of trumpet when I was uh, younger uh, it's like mandatory in school <laughs> I think those are like the, the uh, drums uh, I play that's super incredible actually because like I feel you can take those um, the experience with those instruments and kind of translate it into digital music production definitely I enjoy uh, uh, finger drumming uh, more and more as I uh, started playing around with my SP and making beats like uh, on the go. Uh, so as I said, I was uh, on vacation now this week uh, in mm. southern parts of Sweden. Yes. And uh, then I brought my SP and sat like in the garden uh, with a with a nice uh, lake view, making beats. Dude, <laughs> that's like amazing. <laughs> yeah. So being able to. Uh, bring that and finger drum or play you know, samples or whatever it is. I think that's super incredible. Um, which leads me to another question. How much does your environment inspire your music? It depends really, I would say, because uh, if I'm in my bedroom, the computer is my environment pretty much. <laughs> but uh, I try to have like uh, a lot of greenery in my room. Uh, so I have, uh, I can't show you, but I have a, a two meter long tree in my room. <laughs> oh my gosh, for real? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> uh, so that I have clean air and greenery, as I said. I totally, I totally um, relate to that. For me, it's not the natural aspects, but um, I do have like photo books set up or I have music albums from my favorite artist. I have like uh, anime figurines around my computer. So that's kind of my inspiration, the way I stay fresh. Yeah. And, I, and like you said, it's also nice to get out of the, the computer area and just make stuff like outside or make stuff on the airplane, make stuff on the bus. Yeah. The, the part of uh, being able to uh, be somewhere else, mm -hmm. uh, like maybe, uh, can maybe uh, bring you to do something that you wouldn't have done if mm -hmm. you were stuck at your computer. Exactly, man, exactly. Uh, and I think if you look back at other great artists, they kind of did the same thing. Uh, one person I think of is Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson would just like beatbox things or he would record sounds that inspired him and then later he would use that in his songs. Uh, I, I've read a bit about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that you'll be doing music long term? Uh, I think that I will be one way or another mm -hmm. 
make music if it's personal or personally or you know publicly released. Uh, I guess we have, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but <laughs> I definitely think I will be making. I respect that, man. I respect that. I, I think it's the same for me. Obviously, um, there came a point when I realized that music wasn't going away. Yeah, and I, and I was like then I'm just gonna do this no matter what definitely because uh, depending on how much time I have obviously with like work and schools and stuff um, I don't know how much I'll be able to make but I always want to find time to do it mm, for sure do you think that someday music would be able to be your career I definitely hope so you know I'm trying to do the best with what I got uh, it's uh, I don't really see um, when or how fast because I don't see myself ever uh, stopping to grow and learn so when my knowledge is enough uh, for sustaining myself is something you know, we'll have to wait and see that's pretty deep I think you definitely have a good head on your shoulders like you understand about yourself a lot not everyone could say that yeah thanks okay so uh, one last question about like the process of music making uh, what gives you the most difficulty when making music that's a hard question but I would probably say that the, the final uh, like mixing and mastering mm -hmm. I would say takes the most time because most of I do most of my mixing and mastering uh, while I'm making the beat mm -hmm. so I when I add a new element I always make it sound good immediately uh, and then if I add something else that clashes I EQ it out or you know whatever and so when I'm done it's mostly uh, fixing the levels so it uh, so it fits on all different uh, devices even if you're on uh, a cell phone or if you're in your car or if you have a $3,000 stereo system you want it to sound good on all of them um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so making and adjusting levels um, can take some some time because I have to listen to my entire album on at least three different oh. places yeah <laughs> then going back and editing a little bit and going back and listening so does that affect the way that you feel about your songs um i mean like as you listen to them more and more do you kind of get bored of them or does it make you like them even more some songs i when i when i play them uh, over and over again i i decided to cut them from my <laughs> from my album uh, so well I can say that uh, in my latest album I had I think I had 12 no wait I had 16 tracks mm -hmm. 16 beats uh, and then I listened to them and uh, decided that two of them weren't they weren't what I what I wanted to mm -hmm. uh, to hear for myself so I cut them I think that's really strong uh, for you to be able to make that decision, you know? It's definitely hard to know mm. and I'm ready to release because some shit I just, I like to hear and listen to even though it's absolute garbage. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not something that I will release and it's not something that I will have the energy to finish. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. But some shit like those two songs, I make it to the end and then 
and listen to this. It's not really the mood I was. I want to send up. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. No, I understand that. Um, I think that's one thing I've struggled with a bit is I don't really have one genre that I produce in, and so I get a little bit scared when I make a new song that's totally different from my last one. Like, I'll make an Electra House song, the next one's like this atmospheric song, next one's drum and bass, and I definitely worry a bit. It's like, how is audiences going to react to this, or whatever? Oh, I'm so stupid. Uh, when I, uh, when I went, uh, was talking about school, mm, right. uh, the digital, uh, uh, digital creation class, uh, we also made games. Um, because that was the whole purpose here, really, of the program. Uh, but uh, so I made uh, some eight-bit music as well uh, for for some of my games that I made. Oh, dude, that's so awesome! Yeah, so I, I uh, tried to learn a lot about uh, classical uh, instruments and classical instruments, but uh, the ways that they created music for consoles like Nintendo 64 and yeah retro retro games like that yeah exactly dude that's so awesome I want to ask you to play it for us right now actually Uh, I I can see if I have them yeah check if you have it real quick man I would love to hear that I think I do 8-bit 8-bit music is like one of my favorite genres to listen to yeah I I listened to uh, someone re-uploaded my music on YouTube Mm -hmm. and it was with an uh, 8-bit background and it sounded like they ship-tuned it they didn't they just fucked up my audio Uh, okay, I found I found um, some shit. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. This is uh, the uh, one of my uh, effects that I created. It's like uh, a pickup or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then I have. Uh, let's see which one is good. <laughs> okay, I can just play some of them. I don't really remember how they sound. <laughs> I don't know if it's too loud. This uh, this kind of music was really inspired by uh, the game V V V V V V. If you know, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, it's uh, it's basically a, like a puzzle game, like Gravity Guy. Gotcha. Um, and they have this amazing soundtrack uh, that was created by uh, also a Swede. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I really like. Uh, his songs. Uh, I think it's called P P P P P P. That's f- five P's, right? Yeah, six, six P's. Okay. Yeah, but uh, so I made music inspired from that, definitely, and um, you know, different uh, like Mario. Yeah, yeah, Zelda, old games like that. I have to say that eight bit song was completely awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I uh, I didn't really. Uh, have a good uh, understanding of uh, uh, Fruit Loops mm-hmm. possibilities of the program then right. but I right. definitely managed to make something usable in my games with uh, the different uh, plugins that I 
hug. And just, yeah, kind of jumped in and did it, basically. So I made, uh, like, a background uh, music for the different levels. I think uh, one of the levels was uh, there came up, uh, was a ball that dropped from the sky and you had to uh, you had to avoid it or you would die. And there was a, uh, what's it called, a multiplayer game, like, uh, local. So two players had to uh, find different ways to push the ball to the other person and yeah, the person who lasted longest. Is that game online? Because I want to play it. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I deleted it. Dude, never delete your stuff. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't really that, uh, yeah. that complicated. So. That's still super awesome um, to be able to make a video game, make the soundtrack, just have all of these different experiences. Uh, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. I know as a kid, I would have uh, completely loved to design a video game or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really fun. Uh, it's uh, it's not as hard as you might think it is when you begin uh, to make a game. Mm -hmm. Making a great game. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. So, easy to start, but it's difficult to master. Yeah, definitely. It's... Uh, Music is, you know, you can learn about the different, uh, what's it called, um, technical stuff, what it's called. Like music theory. Yeah, theory, exactly, music theory. Uh, you can dig really deep into that, but you can still make uh, really, really good stuff not being an expert in it. Mm. But when you uh, go into shit like, uh, you know, Battlefield or stuff like that, you have to have a deeper understanding of some like mathematical uh, equations stuff like that yeah yeah exactly shit like that like yeah. yeah yeah exactly so it becomes really really deep uh, yeah. for you to make you know AI and, and things to that level right for sure um, and I think that's true for any kind of field we're talking about right it, whether it's uh, painting or music or video games um, and I guess the nice thing is to me anyway it's nice to have that room for growth you know like it's it's great to start and then to know that you can get really 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 good is like uh motivating yeah, to me definitely i like uh, i like learning uh, new stuff yeah uh, and you know making uh, making progress in different fields so mm -hmm. Not just music, you know. I like uh, I like making pictures, uh, make my own uh, album covers and shit like that, and right. learning how to draw. And right. It's something that you can you can definitely see improvements, and it's really uh, encouraging. Uh, not just in that field, but uh, it can uh, be inspiring in all different. Uh, creation, creating processes, I guess. Like seeing me uh, develop my skills in drawing can help me in my process of music making, uh, understanding, um, you know, the basic concept of background, foreground, and middle ground in drawing is something that I try to use uh, in music as well. 
um, after learning a bit more of it so you know having different levels and having different sounds be in the foreground background or middle ground so you know maybe the melody is in the foreground and the bass line is in the background or middle ground dude 100% I think that's a really really good point to point out um, and I think it just goes for like life in general right so something that we learn at one point comes into play at a different point and everything is kind of connected wouldn't you agree definitely whether it's art or or just life in general I, I think that's the cool thing about stuff like that so what's your next step for your music career what can fans look forward to you know I'm, I'm dropping a, a new EP uh, I guess B tape um, soon uh, I don't really know when uh, it's it's supposed to come out sometime next month I'm working on album art and you know, mixing uh, I actually this uh, time I uh, I am collaborating with a friend of mine who's a really good drawer and artist um, so she's going to make um, she's going to make some of my artworks uh, since she's better <laughs> okay awesome so that'd be that'd be great um and are you gonna promote it on instagram facebook or um, i think i'm gonna post it on all my social medias uh, so soundcloud uh, i think i'm gonna post something on instagram um youtube as well I'm I'm about to drop. Okay, I'm gonna say it now. I didn't really uh, know when I was going to post it or say it, but uh, I'm, I'm making some live uh, B tapes uh, with my SP to uh, to post on my YouTube. All right. Since I can I can do that in the forest and having the visual appearance of that. Dude, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, definitely. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, whenever I was checking your social media, like, because I, I followed you on Instagram, and um, I checked out your YouTube, and I was like, this guy needs more YouTube content. I want to see more YouTube content. Yeah. So I'm really stoked. And can we expect that, like, within the next two months, or...? Uh, I got I got one that is... Uh, it is ready, okay. if I want to post it, but it has many, <laughs> many flaws. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm going to see if I'm going to remake it, or... Okay. I would say just put it out there, man. Put it out there, see what the reaction is, you know? Yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, exactly, right. And I mean, like, the next one can be better, you know? Yeah, definitely. I got, um, I got the SP uh, slightly before I went uh, down uh, to the to the cabin. Sure. Uh, and uh, so I, you know, I mixed some beats on the, on the train there. Uh, and I, last day I... I filmed, I think, eight minutes of uh, beats. I think uh, there's six or seven beats in the show. Um, I, I recorded it into the SP and filming <laughs> in my phone, on my phone, yeah. that I put inside of a crock <laughs> for a stand. <laughs> so, you know. Get creative with it. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's incredibly awesome. Let's just do some fun questions to wrap it up. Okay, favorite food? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really hard. Uh, I would say I would like hmm, ha definitely a hamburger. Uh, favorite color? I don't really have a favorite color. I can say I think it's 
I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rainbow. Rainbow. Okay, um, what languages do you speak? Uh, Swedish, English, a bit of German. Uh, yeah, those are the ones. Uh, and what countries do you want to visit? Definitely uh, town Paris uh, or city uh, in France. Um, I would definitely like to visit Japan and China. Um, maybe Indonesia. Uh, I think those are the top ones for you. Yeah, for me right now. Yeah, you definitely got to go to Japan, dude. It's it's completely awesome out there. <laughs> yeah, my friends are uh, there right now. <gasps> Without you. Um, I'm beginning school <laughs> tomorrow, uh, so I can. All right, man. Uh, I want to thank you so much for doing the podcast today and having the conversation. I definitely learned some stuff. Uh, any last words? Anything you want to say? Um, if you want to do something, do it. Don't say you want to do it. Just get started. Do it right now. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Uh, people can find you where? Uh, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, Spotify, Bandcamp. All, all big streaming platforms um, at Casper Lindmark. Casper Lindmark, that's the name, guys. Look it up, look it up, look it up. All right, man, take care. You too. See ya.